Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Walls, and this is another weekly podcast brought to you by Plantation SCA Church. This is season five, episode nine, and my wonderful co-host Dawn is not with us today, so we ask you to keep her in your prayers today. And we also like to thank our podcast listeners for taking the time out, as always, uh, whatever social media platform they may be using. Always, any questions you may have, please text us at 954-388-8780. And as always, lastly, we'd like you to subscribe to our channel, deeperdive.plantationsta.tv. Now, today we have a special guest, first time with us on uh, Deeper Dive. He's a good friend of our pastor, Rose, and I have to tell a little story about that at the end. But we'd like to welcome Pastor Dr. Shane Vidal from West Palm Beach SCA Church. Welcome, Pastor. All right. Good to be here with you, Joseph. Uh, Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's my privilege. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for that powerful message. It's a message that's good to hear twice. And it's always not the same when you do it twice. So, But it's still powerful. Thank you for that message. As we always do, to start off with a word of prayer and we'll be on the way. Father God, thank you once again for this podcast. We thank you for the word that's being uh, sent forth out to whoever and wherever it may go. May you be, may I be blessed. May whoever gets this message be blessed and use it for your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. All right, my brother. It says, I like, of course, I love the title because it hasn't happened yet, but it will happen. The best is yet to come. So, That's and this is Revelation, uh, third chapter, verse 20 and 21. Uh, talk to us about uh, what came about about this uh, title. Well, uh, in reality, we, we know that we are living uh, in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, uh, we know that this world is not our home. We are just uh, passing through. Mm-hmm. It is important for us to understand that uh, we as Christians uh, should not uh, exchange uh, the here, the here and now for the hereafter. It is crucially important for us to to live in the moment. For the Bible tells us that we must occupy until God comes. We we have a responsibility to be our brothers and our sisters' keeper. We have a responsibility to stand for those who uh, need us to stand for them. We have a responsibility to be the voice for the voiceless uh, in the now. But at the same time, we certainly uh, need to live like people who are looking towards the hereafter. Amen. Thank you for that. You started in your sermon talking about MLK. Uh, You mentioned about something that was very powerful. You mentioned prisoners. Men are prisoners of their own limitations. Talk about that just a little bit more. Uh, That's correct. You know, um, uh, we are are prisoners to uh, the the, the fallen world that we we live in. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us that we were all born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And if we should go back to the very beginning, uh, uh, God created Adam in Mm -hmm. his own image. I mean, Adam was was perfectly created. There there was no such thing as, as any flaw. Uh, not in his look <laughs> nor his character. I can imagine. <laughs> you know, uh, he, he was a, a perfectly created being, mm-hmm. and God then blessed him with one who is even more perfect. 
and that is the woman who stands by his side. Uh, certainly, <laughs> it, it, it must have been a, a perfect environment, a perfect home, uh, a perfect experience. But unfortunately, sin came in and messed it up. And as yes. a result, uh, we are in the condition that we are in today. Uh, man is is caught in in his own environment unfortunately and, and when we think about generational curses you know from one generation to the next yes. uh, it only uh, gets worse and if we are subjected to the flesh uh, that's what we are going to get we are going to be subjected to our own limitations in that mm -hmm. daddy was a drug dealer without christ mm -hmm. you be a drug dealer too uh, yes. If your daddy uh, was a uh, an abuser without mm -hmm. Christ, you may then become an abuser too. But thank God for Jesus Christ and thank God for the power of his Holy Spirit. Uh, that generational curse can be changed. Uh, we can flip the script uh, mm -hmm. when we meet Jesus. And so it is important for us to, to understand that, yes, we are subjected to our own limitations and our environment uh, but with Christ all things are possible and when spirit touches flesh certainly God can make all things new amen thank you for the breaking of the chains and he's our advocate thank God for that um you talked about Martin Luther King and his suffrage for freedom I mean everybody kind of knows that and the hope and because it's it's still the same thing as a Christian, wouldn't you say? Oh yes, um, as a Christian, we we certainly um, uh, are living in a society that that is still a racist society. That that's just mm -hmm. the, the reality, and we cannot negate that. Racism mm -hmm. is, is real in America and yes. across the world. You know, uh, classism is also very real in mm -hmm. America and across the world. Uh, certainly. We must not uh, negate all of that. But uh, in reality, as Christians, we, we are not struggling by ourselves. You see, that that's what I really love about Martin Luther King. Uh, he mm -hmm. knew from the very beginning that his struggle was not alone. Uh, he had a higher power uh, who was there to uh, strengthen and empower him and give him the wisdom and the understanding that he needed to work out his issues in a peaceful manner. So yes, I, I do agree that we still have uh, many of the struggles that Martin Luther King had, uh, but by God's grace, just the same way he was able to march peacefully and work out those situations in a peaceful manner, that is what God is expecting us to do. Amen. So answer this question for me. Why do we become our own weapons against ourselves? You got God is God is He's helping to liberate us, but we still are always set ourselves in default. Well, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, man's greatest enemy is ourself. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we we tend to uh, destroy our own selves in in many many uh, arenas. Uh, the the reality is, uh, you know, uh, one cannot make certain decisions for us. Each and every one of us have the, the freedom of choice. We can choose to do right or we can choose to do wrong. Even a baby understands, uh, you know, that they have the freedom of choice to a certain extent, mm -hmm. choose mm -hmm. to do right 
or they can choose to do wrong. And that in itself uh, can be our great uh, greatest uh, destruction. Uh, you know, animals certainly obey their masters. Uh, we are, are, are called to uh, tend the earth. And, and so even as you think about technology uh, today, technology is good, but ultimately technology is controlled by man. But yes. we have the freedom of choice. And as a result of the freedom of choice, Sometimes we don't make the right choices and we, we then destroy our own self. And so we become a weapon of destruction to yes. ourselves. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. uh, we don't uh, only destroy ourselves. Uh, oftentimes we move from becoming a weapon of destruction to ourselves to becoming weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Uh, so when one sin we must understand that our sinful activities uh, do not only affect us, it affects others around us and it affects generations to come. Amen. You spoke a little bit about the slave mentality. Um, and you talked about why we still, I don't know, some of us are still in that stage, that slave mentality. Like you, you talked about, the, the, the field slave against the house slave, um, you know, we just tug of war once again against each other. And, and I'm glad you spoke about that because a lot of us are still stuck in that situation. I, I agree with you uh, 100 percent. You know, uh, many are, are stuck in that, still living in slavery, um, uh, still uh, willing to to hear uh, the words uh, of the master and, and all mm -hmm. of a sudden believe that, you know, that those words are, are coming from heaven. Yes. Uh, when in, in essence, uh, the only one who really has the power or should have the power uh, to cause us to think a certain way should be the one who we ought to be in touch with. And that is God himself. Mm -hmm. um, in other words, what I'm saying is that uh, as long as my identity is in Christ, then I don't need a man to tell me that I'm good. <laughs> I like that. That because, is our identity. Because my identity has been established in Christ, the one who created me with his perfect hands, the mm -hmm. one who created mankind in his own image. God himself created me, and certainly he will be the one to sustain me. But unfortunately for, for many of us, uh, we, we are still dependent on, on man and the master, uh, slave master, so to speak, to, to tell us that we are valuable uh, because we have not yet found our true value yes. in Christ. Uh, and when you have not yet found your true value in Christ, not only do you, uh, you know, not value yourself, unfortunately, uh, you don't value your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, for you to truly love and appreciate others, you got to first learn to love and appreciate yourself. Amen. And that 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 is the, the challenge that we face in our culture. Oftentimes we, we were taught, the slave master taught our four parents to, to go against each other, to begrudge mm -hmm. each other, to dislike one another, to look down on one another. Yeah, you, mm -hmm. you, you're, you're no longer a field slave. You're now a, a house slave. So you are better than uh, the field slave. And unfortunately, that kind of attitude 
uh, uh, basically uh, has come to us all the way from slavery and is really still affecting our people today to the extent that you, you will have people who are of the same race mm-hmm. uh, looking down on someone else. Uh, why? Because they may be from another country. Uh, they may be from a, a, a certain uh, uh, family uh, background. They, they they may not be on a certain uh, social uh, ladder, so to speak, mm-hmm. or at a certain level that uh, some of us think they should be at. So we look down at them. I, I've heard, you know, uh, black men talk about, you know, they don't want their children to hang with certain other black children because they are at a certain level financially and socially Uh, so you know other children who are not at their level socially and financially is not worthy of hanging around with their children and uh, i I have lived (laughs) i have lived to see uh the tables turn Mm -hmm. uh, uh, some of those same parents who talked like that uh, then come to uh, then find themselves having a conversation with, you know, that child who, you know, they look down on, mm-hmm. who end up becoming uh, very successful. And they, they, they would say to them, oh, man, the tables have turned. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at where you are today. I, I have seen it uh, with my own eyes uh, that uh, parents uh, live to regret those very words. Uh, that comes from their mouth. God uh, says that we are all equal before him. uh, And we must understand that everyone is equal at the foot of the cross. And if you are a liberated being, then you certainly will not find yourself looking down on others in order to make yourself uh, feel better or uh, to, 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 to make your family feel like they are better than someone else. Uh, because what your identity is not founded in in things or in what people think about you your identity ultimately is founded in christ and so you could be a, a billionaire and yeah. that doesn't phase you mm-hmm. uh, because ultimately you know your life is not driven by the temporal things that you have your life is driven by the connection you have with god himself so that means that you get the Lamborghini before me. I'll just, I won't get upset at you. you That's you, right. You try to... <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you celebrate me. You know, yes. you see, oftentimes, <laughs> oftentimes, uh, you know, we, we and I, I shared that in the sermon on Sabbath, you know, we, we see the crab in a barrel syndrome. Ah, um, yes. In you know, we fight against each other and we don't celebrate each other as we should and again that goes all the way back to slavery you know the slave master knew Mm -hmm. that the only way he could maintain power is that he keeps the slaves divided Mm -hmm. and and that 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 is you know that is a slavish mentality yes and unfortunately uh that affects our community today we don't celebrate each other as we should i mean come on man if the lord bless you with a with a lamborghini or he should bless you with a mansion on the hill my responsibility as a brother is to celebrate you and celebrate with you and my golly if i want a mansion too i should get on my knees and ask the lord to bless me with one too 
why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> I, 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 I think I think what we're missing is what I see that we don't do. We don't have compassion with each other. We don't. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't see it. You know. I mean, we should have it though, because Christ had compassion on all of us. So we should have the same. Um, so last question. I wanted to talk to you about you had the comparison with the day of Pentecost, the day of Pentecost against Babel. You said the day of Pentecost was Babel in reverse. That's correct. Uh, it was that, the reversal of Babel. Hmm? Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Yes. Um that 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 is so uh important for us to to understand and and as we we are just before we jump into that, I, I want to mm-hmm. say that you know uh, we don't have compassion for each other because there's no connection with the right. higher. When we are connected vertically, that informs our horizontal relationships. Yes. When we are connected to a God who is the author of love, then we cannot help but to love our fellow man, and and that in essence is is the challenge that we saw there at Babel. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Babel was was more so about exalting self. It, it, it was the people wanting to make a name for themselves. They wanted uh, to uh, leave a mark behind to show that uh, they have built a city for themselves and a tower that literally symbolizes their unity for evil. That's what mm. that was all about. And then God looked down from heaven and said, there is no way on earth I can allow something like this to happen. They have become so evil that they, they literally uh, want to leave behind a monument of their evil ways. Wow. And so God had to, to stop that. And so, of course, you know, the command was that they should be dispersed all across the earth and that this yes. gospel spread all across mm-hmm. the earth. They decided, no, we don't want to do that, God. We we want to be united together in one place in evil, uh, you know, for the cause of evil. And God said, no, I don't want this. And let us remember that. Then they spoke the same language. Mm-hmm. They were speaking the same language. And, and unfortunately, they did not use the power they had there for the right cause, they used it for evil. And so God had to stop it. And as we fast forward now to Pentecost, the scripture tells us that as they were together in one accord, uh, God's Holy Spirit came down upon them and empowered them in such a way so that as they preached the gospel, every person uh, was able to hear the gospel in their own language. And so let's remember at Babel, you know, uh, uh, language was uh, disrupted. Uh, they yes. were not uh, unified. They were no longer unified because they started speaking all sorts of different languages that they could not understand. But mm-hmm. when you go Pentecost now, as they preached in their own language, uh, everyone was able to hear the gospel in their own language. Babel was certainly confusion, but yes. Pentecost certainly symbolizes love and unity. Hence, we have a reversal of Babel experience. They were divided at Babel, but at Pentecost, they were united for the cause of righteousness. Thank God for that. Believe me, thank God for that. And lastly, you spoke about the great multitude. 
I, I love that. You were you were getting excited, my pastor. Bring it bring it home. Yes, yes, yes. It, it is an amazing thing uh, to know that you know that day is coming when God's people, no matter what class, no matter what race, no matter what culture, no matter what country we come from, we will stand together as one people on the sea of glass. The Bible tells us that all nations will be represented there. And what that tells me is that, you know, if I plan to be there, if I plan to be a part of such an experience, then I might as well start learning how to get along with my fellow brothers and sisters down here. Amen. I don't know about, but I, I, I look forward to be a part of that great multitude, whether it is symbolic or it is literal. My concern is not whether it is symbolic or literal. My concern is that I am a part of that great number. Amen. And by God's grace, I look forward to seeing all my brothers and sisters in Christ standing together on the sea of glass, singing that song of Moses and the Lamb. And sure enough, some of us will know, you know, uh, what we're singing. We, we, mm -hmm. we will understand that we're singing bass or tenor. But if you're <laughs> like me, you won't know what you're chipping in by the grace of God. I take them with you. I'm going to be along with you. <laughs> you. You'll be chipping something in. You'll I'll be, be chipping something. <laughs> glory and praise for what he has done. But, but what is, is so important for us to understand is that you know, as I mentioned in the sermon, that that is a song of victory. Yes. And uh, that song that we will ultimately sing uh, really is a song that could only be sung by those who have had the experience. And so, yes, in this life, we may have to go through tribulations and trials. We may have to deal with racism and classism. People may not always value us as they should. But let us understand that, you know, as long as we stay connected to the God who is our source of power, not only will he bless us with success in this life, because the scripture cannot lie. The Bible says through Christ, I can do all things. And so I believe that I can accomplish anything that I want to accomplish on this planet if I only just place my life wholeheartedly in God's hand and allow him to work out his will in and through me. But I also look forward to that great day when there will be absolutely no limitations. Amen. On that great day, I will stand together with my fellow brothers and sisters on that sea of glass, and I will sing that song of victory. Why? Because I've had the experience, and even though I went through tribulations and trials and issues in my life. Praise God. The same God who created me was able to rebuild his image in me and sustain me to the point so that I can stand on that sea of glass and sing the song of Moses and the Lamb. Amen, brother. Amen. Boy, I enjoyed this one. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Hey, be, before we go, we always have you, the speaker to 
get a word in a prayer before we end it. But I have to mention this. So, so Pastor Rose, he bailed on you, uh, in, in the New York conference, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and, that, and that's so interesting, you know, because, you know, uh, I, I can sing the, the, the victory song, uh, mm-hmm. to a certain extent, even today, you know, I'm looking forward for the best to come. You know, the best is still yet to come. And and uh, I can't I can't wait for that day. But as I shared with you guys that I would never exchange my experience, you know, uh, for anything else. Yes. Uh, Pastor Rose, my good friend, he bailed <laughs> on me, man. And, and when, when the brethren decided to send me to that district, I, I was not. Uh, uh, such a happy camper, but the Lord <laughs> said, "Listen, man, you know your life is in my hands. Yes. You go ahead and uh, allow me to use you." And praise God, you know He He blessed, and uh, I realized that what He was doing is preparing me for greater responsibilities. Uh, yes. uh, that yes. congregation was about 150 uh, members, and yes, it was a tough, very, very uh, tough district. But then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lord prepared me uh, to move over to Maranatha, uh, mm-hmm. which was about uh, about 650 members. So through mm-hmm. my experience there at uh, that particular church, I was prepared to move over to Maranatha and lead that church. And God blessed in a mighty way. I, I was able to not just impact the church, but impact the community in terms of ministry. We, we were able to save an entire hospital, the downstate uh, hospital, because of the leadership that that God has given to me. And I believe with all my heart that I was able to lead like that at the uh, Maranatha Church because I was able to be prepared or I was being prepared um, at that tough church. Uh, For three years, I was there in preparation. You know, I I Mm -hmm. feel Sometimes I, I feel like, you know, Moses, <laughs> you know, I, I was there being prepared. Uh, it, it was a, a difficult task. Believe you me, uh, I remember one pastor saying to me, yeah, things got so bad. He said to me, my my, my, my brother, pastor, uh, if the Lord is with you, you're going to make it through this one. Uh, but if the Lord is not with you, you're going to die in this. And I was like, thank you. You know, uh, thank you for, for those comforting <laughs> words. But 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 praise be to God. You know, yeah. uh, the Lord was with me mm-hmm. and he, he didn't just bring me through that experience. But today I can say God is good. That church has now purchased their own building, doing tremendously well. And he moved me on to that larger congregation where I was able to impact many more lives, not just within the congregation, but uh, throughout that entire community. And the Lord would have it that I would serve that large church for nine and a half years. And watch this. Uh, The nine and a half years that he had me serving that church and that community he was only preparing me to come back home to serve First Seventh-day Adventist Church of West Palm Beach. In the warmer weather. Amen, man. Yeah, God is good. <laughs> so I would I would not exchange my experience for nothing else. Thank you. Thank you for that, Pastor. I really appreciate it, Dr. Shane. Uh, if you could, I just wanted to say this. Thank you for helping us finishing celebrating Black History Month. But of course, you know, Black history is world history. Uh, so we want to thank you for that. And as you always say, please lead us out in a word of prayer. We thank you. Sure. Let us pray. 
Loving Father and our God, I thank you so much for this awesome privilege and opportunity that you have given me to be able to dialogue with my dear brother Joseph. I want to thank you for your consistent leadership and guidance in his life and in the life of uh, his ministry. I want to thank you for uh, Pastor Rose and the entire Plantation SDA Church. I want to thank you for the vision that you have given to him and the leaders of this congregation. May they continue to impact lives throughout the plantation community and the entire world. It is my prayer that you will continue to bind this congregation together with the cords of love that will never ever be broken. May you open doors of opportunities for them. And as you open those doors, I pray that they will walk therein. Use them to do mighty exploits for your kingdom. And then when the end should come, I pray that you will save them in your kingdom. Until that great day when the Lord shall come to take us home, Plantation SDA Church and the community at large. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine forever upon you. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon you. And may he give you peace, peace in your heart, peace in your church, peace in your homes, peace with the mighty Prince of Peace. May he give you peace both now and forevermore. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Dr. Shane Bedow, West Palm Beach, lead pastor, SCA Church.